Hey everyone, welcome to the Bully Food Challenge. Today on episode 27, we are going to zoom in on a behavior that is important to reverse in the name of relaxing your stress response, your fight, flight, freeze response. I'm calling it easy does it, slow down. So we'll get into that in a second. I want to give a big warm welcome to all of you who have been coming out to listen to the podcast. I am excited about your regular attendance, and I'm assuming that you are making good use of the information. I am a middle school teacher in Portland, Oregon. My name's Kelly Sorg, and I'm also the host of this podcast. Um, This is a project I've been working on to help kids who are facing, and and anyone really who is is facing bullying um, or has faced bullying in the past and wants to reflect on it, whatever. Um, I am... uh, a person who experienced bullying myself in the past as a kid. And also I've helped many of my students. Now I'm not a personal provider. I can't give you any kind of health care or mental health care. That would be somebody you'd need to reach out to in your area. I am not even your own personal teacher, so I can't give you individualized instruction, but I can give you information about the patterns of bullying and how to uh, work them through and unravel them so that you can move past this uh, time in your life as the the stronger person in the situation. What bully food really means is you don't want to feed the pattern that the bully is creating and instead you want to reverse those patterns. So whenever you play into their their cycle of meanness or their their cycle of behavior, you are giving it energy that Of course, it's not your fault that that's happening, but you have your part to play in it and um, you have your power and you can remove that at least and and that will make a big difference in the situation overall because you're one of the key players. So today's episode is called Easy Does It, Slow Down. And I said we were going to zoom in on a specific behavior to reverse We talked a lot about in general reversing behaviors to do with the fight, flight, freeze, and fawn response, the stress and threat response that all of us have. Um, But this specific behavior is really helpful. And I'm going to explain a little bit more in depth why changing behaviors can change your feelings and your experiences and beliefs um, in your life. And also why specifically uh, slowing down and taking it easy is so powerful. So the key here is to take it easier than you have been. And oftentimes we feel anxious or overwhelmed. We start to rush around. We start to uh, walk from place to place quickly. We race through assignments in school or tasks at home or at work. Uh, We get impatient in conversations with others, even if it's not someone who brings up the stressful feelings. It can still, we just kind of are on edge and we we're rapidly tapping our toes, waiting for the next thing to kind of be over and done with so that we can get back to our comfort zone. Essentially, that's the, that is part of the, the threat response. I mentioned flight uh, is where we race to get back to our comfort zone and away from a perceived danger or a real danger. And, you know, in the wild, this is back to the herd of your your fellow animals or to your cave, your wherever you are, have your, uh, wherever you are safe or you are able to sleep or rest. Um, in our modern world, it's getting back to whatever's easiest and familiar or known. So familiar has to do with family um, and anything known would, would be something that you don't have to face uh, figuring it out, 
any kind of potential problems. It would be a thing you already know how to do, a place you already know the people. So a way to unwind this frantic feeling and behavior um, instead of racing, instead of engaging it and racing to those comfort, comfort, comforting places, excuse me, you know, by, by kind of zooming through everything in your day to the point where you finally get to go home or you get to go hang out with friends at home, or you get to leave that class that stresses you out, whatever it is that you're kind of racing through to get away from. Another way to unwind that franticness is to do the opposite behavior Um, And we've talked about that before about, you know, whenever you do an opposite behavior, you kind of disengage from that, that part of the threat response. But I want to get into the specifics of why that is. So when you have a belief, you're going to feel certain things based on that belief. And those feelings are going to lead you to behave in certain ways. And then the behaviors that you do will lead to certain outcomes and what happens, whatever is a, you know, you can assess from that outcome, whatever the, the result of the outcome is, is going to reinforce the beliefs that you have. And then it just continues the cycle. So beliefs lead to feelings, feelings lead to behaviors, behaviors lead to outcomes and the outcomes reinforce the beliefs. And then back at the start, you go again. So if you change any of them, your behavior and feelings will be different. And then eventually by doing that cycle over and over again, your beliefs will begin to change too, because whatever the outcomes are, it's going to eventually shift over the beliefs. If the outcomes change, your beliefs will change. And if you repeat the process often enough with a changed behavior, then the feelings will respond. And then eventually you're going to have new beliefs about your world, about your life, about other people around you, everything, whatever the uh, belief in whatever the belief, behavior, and feeling had to do with, if you shift one of those things over, it's going to change um, over time as long as you stick with it. And we've also discussed how making changes at the at the beginning causes anxiety and excitement at first because it's a new thing. It's not known to you. It's out of your comfort zone. And anything that's out of your comfort zone or not known to you is therefore potentially could be a threat. And then that can, that can send you off with a threat response. So you always have to be aware that at the beginning of starting anything new, you can start to have the fight, flight, freeze, fawn response, or any kind of stressful feeling. Um, just because of the fact that you're starting something new, you're, you're, you're pushing forward into a unknown territory out of your comfort zone, but that doesn't mean that the thing you're learning to do or the thing you're trying is actually something that is a threat or causes you stress. It may only cause stress in the beginning and certainly a practice of relaxation. It might be new for you to feel those feelings, that could cause a little stress in the beginning, but a, a relaxation practice is most likely going to eventually lead you to feeling more relaxed, and then you're going to change your beliefs around it. All right. So, um, knowing that the first few times that you practice anything can feel weird, we can make huge shifts with these repeated small changes in either feelings or behavior. Um, because like I said, it'll affect the outcomes and that will change your beliefs over time. So I recommend that you actually start with speed, like your actual speed that you are operating at, um, basically slow down, pump the brakes and take it easy. Easy does it. That's the, that's the, uh, the principle at hand here. This is what you're trying to do is, 
is zoom in on the behavior of how quickly or speedily you do things. So it works the same with any behavior, this reversal of the stress response. You, you don't, you may not notice yourself racing through things when you're stressed. You may not, it just may not be something that you do. Typically people do race through things when they're feeling stressed, but you might not be one of those, those people. So in, if that's your situation, you can oppositize is what I kind of losing, using this word oppositize or like reverse, you know, do the opposite of any other behavior. It could be the way you talk. It could be the volume or tone with which you use when you talk. It could be sitting in the front of the class when you usually sit in the back or sitting in the back when you usually sit in the front. Um, a lot of people say that changing from their dominant hand, which most of us are righty, uh, to a left hand, or if you're a lefty, then to the right hand, just changing your dominant hand to your less, you know, used hand, um, and doing little tasks like brushing your teeth can get you out of your head enough. Um, get you out of your mind is a way to move it from your worries that you focus on. And by doing something different, you're going to start to feel different. So, um, your experiences and expectations will begin to change over time. Your beliefs are going to change too, as I said, and it really doesn't matter which behavior you just, you decide to zoom in on at first, but slowing down is a really great place to start for most of us because slowness is calming and therefore you will be more calm. You'll not only feel more calm on the inside, you're going to appear more calm to the people on the outside. And what do bullies hate more than anything? Calmness, right? They, they want you to be all stressed out and, 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 uh, worried and anxious and racing around. They want you to be, um, they want to keep you on your toes and guessing what's going to happen next. And slowness brings that calmness that, that is just sort of like the exact opposite. It is the opposite of bully food. Calmness is the worst, like it's not even food for a bully. It's, it, it's, it's basically, uh, it ends, it ends the cycle. Calmness is an end is a game changer. It's, it, 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 it's like game over when you are calm. So slowing down has two main functions to it. As I kind of already said a little bit, it calms you down and it also makes you appear and feel more confident because if you look calm, you also look confident. And by feeling calm, you feel confident, confidence and calmness really go hand in hand. And, you know, most people are zooming around in their life. They're rushing from place to place. A lot of people are already kind of anxious. They're, they're on edge. And when you set yourself apart from them by behaving just a little differently, you raise your confidence status in everyone's eyes, including your own slowly walking into a very busy place. Like let's say it's a dance or a, a, you know, crowded shopping center or a, and if, you know, a classroom where, where things are kind of moving around, everybody's getting to their seat. If you slowly walk into that busy place, you're showing that you're confident enough to be just a little different and you're calm enough to take it easy. People who are all stressed out are not going to do that. They're not going to walk in slowly. The person that is just think of the, think about the most mellow kids at school. They just walk in without a care in the world. And that's what you're uh, trying to train your brain to do with this shift in one behavior. And like I said, if slowness isn't really, if, if going, you know, 
rapid speed isn't really a problem for you, or you don't, you just don't really, um, find that that's the thing to focus on for you, then you can pick a different stressed out behavior to reverse. But most of us can really benefit from going from, um, high speed to moderate speed. Okay. So only, only a person who feels at ease with themselves and others would ever even think to behave independently. It's, it's kind of almost automatic. They are so calm and so chilled out that they just behave differently than others who are feeling opposite feelings. They're feeling stressed. They're feeling rushed. They're feeling worried about deadlines. Only the person who feels at ease is going to behave independently of that. And, you know, much less take the perceived risk of being the one that does does something differently. Because whenever you do something differently, it raises your, your status, but that's, that also raises pressure on you because people are now noticing you more. They're saying, wow, that person is a little different. That person's more, um, relaxed. That person is, that person is, uh, seeming to have not a care in the world. And I'm, I'm feeling kind of worried in this situation you know, school can be a quite worrisome, even for kids who aren't experiencing bullying. Um, a lot of young people are stressed out at school. So if you start to work on this and you show that you've raised your confidence status, people are going to notice it. And that does put a little bit of pressure on you. Um, you know, but it also, uh, it's not so much of a risk for real because it's got such a huge advantage. Um, you know, it may appear to be bold, but it's actually a simple way to soothe your nervous system and reverse anxiousness. It's a little strategy you're using to change up a behavior to kind of walk that anxious response back to a calm response, but it's going to also have the added benefit of looking like you're just super, uh, confident and chill. Um, So, and it might even make people think, why are they so cool and easygoing? And really you're using a, a little tool to reduce your own anxiety. It's kind of, it's kind of ironic, actually. You, you gotta be willing to take up some space and time by slowing down like this for yourself a little, um, and pay attention to the small automatic behaviors that will get you into the habit of noticing other important details of how you and others behave in this whole, uh, social context at school or the specifically dealing with the bully. When you start to notice little behaviors that you're doing, um, and you, you can catch them before they happen. You're going to start out most likely, as I'm saying with the slowness, um, the different thing, the different speed with which you do things of various different things. I'll give you a little list to start working on, but as you practice this, you're going to start to notice, wow, I'm really talking fast right now. I'm going to just kind of pump the brakes, slow down my speech and, and maybe, you know, bring it down a few paces. That is a really powerful tool for you because you're teaching your, you're teaching yourself to notice yourself. You're teaching yourself, your brain to pay attention to its own thoughts, its own behaviors, its own feelings. And when you are self-aware like that, when you are mindful, that's what mindfulness is. When you are mindful like that, that's where you can, if you can stop a behavior right when you notice it, that's where you really are, um, having a whole new level of personal control with your, how you feel in the world and how you act in the world. Um, it's very, 
So yeah, be willing to start practicing this and take up some space and time for yourself. Um, These are the areas to consider when it comes to intentionally slowing down. How fast you talk, how fast you walk, okay? If you're walking from class to class really quickly, just take it a little slower. How fast you eat. If you are gobbling up your food and, you know, racing outside or you're just kind of racing to the next thing, just notice maybe chew each bite a little more, two or three more times. See if you can make your your lunch last a full 10 minutes instead of the, you know, typical three or four that you're doing. Or, you know, if you do 10, do 15, whatever. How fast you reply to people. It's okay to take a moment to think of a response. In fact, it's okay to say, you know, I'm going to need some time to think about that. You don't have to reply immediately. Even a teacher, a teacher can call on you at random and say, you know, will you answer this question I just asked? And you can say, well, I need a little time to think about that. Or I was still thinking about that. Can you call on me in a couple minutes or after a few other kids go and you're slowing down how fast you're willing to reply. You're, it's okay for you to take some time to think how fast you get ready in the morning. You might need to get up a little earlier for this, but if you are not racing through getting clothes on, you know, doing your hygiene routine, eating breakfast, getting your stuff together, if you're not doing that at top speed, think about how much less stressed out you'll be when you arrive to school or how fast you work on class or homework, you know, classwork or homework, how fast do you consume media? That's a really big one. See if you can sit through a longer uh, video on one of the social uh, uh, networks or, you know, something, some entertainment form, even like music. I notice young people are flipping through songs really fast. See if you can listen to the whole thing or listen to the whole album, even if it's not all your favorite songs. Um, how you use your devices and electronics. See if you can, if you play a really fast paced game, maybe try playing a slower paced game. Um, just look at all these different aspects of what you do throughout the day and figure out how to bring it down a notch in the speed department, because by slowing down, you're probably actually going to get to a more moderate speed that most people are already using. So you don't need to worry about being weirdly slow or anything even though it might feel weird, as I said in the beginning, that when you change behaviors initially, it can feel weird because it's not just not your norm, but, um, you're not, you're really probably not being weirdly slow. If you intentionally, uh, you know, cut down the speed just a little bit in each of these departments that we just talked about these aspects of how you live. Um, and even if you are a little tiny bit slower than somebody else, that's okay. You can, you have the right to take up what you need and you know, there's time for everything. You don't, it, it's life is not one, um, long emergency, one, one little thing after the next. It's okay to take a deep breath and, um, move at a pace that is more relaxing for you because, the relaxed person in the room is the most powerful person. The more relaxed you can be, the more powerful you can be. The most relaxed person, I'm going to remind you, is the most powerful person. And ultimately, if you're trying to reverse a pattern of bullying, you're trying to limit the bully's access to the bully food, being able to relax 
being able to slow down, being able to, to reflect in the moment on how you're behaving, thinking, um, deciding to do the next thing, how you're acting. All of that is the key, the game changer, as I said, to being good at this game of bully food, at being good at the bully food challenge and taking that bully's food away and making that cycle end where they keep coming back for more. You, you are going to cut them off. Okay. So practice this be really thoughtful about it. Maybe start with one of the things, how fast you walk or how fast you eat or how fast you talk and then build on it throughout the week. You'll get better and better and start to notice, take a, take a, a measurement in your journal from start to finish, you know, throughout the week of how much stress you felt each day. See if it, if it goes down a little bit just by, um, just by chilling out and pumping the brakes and taking it easy. All right. I hope you have a nice week and I will see you next time. 